time to settle in for another episode of Deep in the Horror of Texas with your hosts, Aaron, Jeff, and Nathan. You gotta be fucking kidding. Oh, hey, you okay? Oh, damn, Antimata. Oh, you gonna be all right? I'm feeling rosy air. Oh, what's in the box? It's black as time. What's in the fucking box? Anything! All right, welcome to another episode of Deep in the Horror of Texas. I am Aaron. And I'm Jeff. And uh, coming back again, he couldn't get enough of us this time, is, uh, well, let's just play him in. Guess who? I have returned and I have taken over Nate's seat. Eat it, motherfucker. Woo, another week. Another week with CEO Ralph. Whoa, CEO. F I C O. FICO? FICO. 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 FICO Ralph. He's the asshole. Motherfucker <laughs> paycheck. It's Mother FICO Ralph. Hell Mother, yeah. Mother FICO. I'm here to fuck you in the ass. Ring the bell, bitch. <laughs> Ring the bell. Here we go. Round one. Fight. Hey, I saw that you uh, recently on YouTube. It was like some guy they actually play the Street Fighter match, and the guy's like literally <laughs> voicing the whole thing. It's like Tiger, 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 uppercut. Oh, you can! Oh, you can! He's like basically doing all the sound effects for a fucking Street Fighter Two match. Holy shit! It was pretty funny. That sounds really funny. Yeah, it was neat. I mean, because you actually, I mean, how many we grew up with that shit? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And speaking of growing up with shit, um. There was this guy, he came out in this fucking really cool, uh, back then it was UPN. Before CW Kids, we had something called UPN, and there was this awesome... I thought it was a WB. Was, it was a WB, yeah. and it was a TV show called uh, Reaper. Yes. Okay, guys. Reaper. Reaper. When UPN and WB became... They became one. They became the CW. They, uh, With our powers combined. It, it was, what happened was it was a, it was a Valentine's Day, and... Uh, when a man loves a woman. The WB bought some flowers and some wine, and, you know, there was just this moment in the air. It was a scent of cinnamon and candles. It was a magic moment. And probably fish sticks and macaroni and cheese. <laughs> was it frog legs involved in that? <laughs> there were some frog legs sticking up in the air. Whoa. Oh, and then man. some very sensual words were said, and it was, bend over, I'm putting it in the butt. <laughs> Just the tip. Right, we're not no, in- we're going shaft. We're not even talking about Reaper yet, but what does CW actually stand for? Country Western? Country Western? I don't know. All right, because I had no idea. I know UPN was uh, United Paramount Network or something like that. Well, if you ask Universal. Chris Rock, it's for something else. No shit, right? <laughs> UPN. And then WB was obviously Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers, yeah. yeah. Which but gave s- us such great hits like you know the Waynes Brothers and... The Parenthood. Oh, I miss the Wayne's Brother TV show. The Parenthood, Steve yeah. Harvey show. God, but the WB. I mean, was Smallville originally on WB, or that had to? That did we wait for the CW? I think change? that was WB. Really? I think I think it started off as WB. WB. Yeah. Okay. Because that's DC Comics and that's Warner yeah, Brothers. You're right. So. so totally. So CW is actually the. Um, they were former owners of United Paramount Network, which is UPN. Oh, okay, UPN. And the Warner Brothers Entertainment Division of Time Warner, former majority owner of the WB Television Network. The CW is a uh, was derived from the first letters of the names of the two parent corporations, CBS and Warner Brothers. Oh, wow. So that's our CW. I'm glad they call it CW and not yeah. CBS Warner Brothers. Yeah, no, definitely. 
And what have you got since then? You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. And exactly. Then, yeah, that's pretty much every supernatural fan of Vampire Diaries. Fan. <laughs> 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 no, I'm, I'm I'm very biased. I'm a very biased CW watcher. Okay, guys. Well, isn't Flash and Arrow on CW? That's the only that's, shows that's I watch. Yeah. Only only redeeming factor for you. Yeah, yeah. just those two shows. And we'll, I, not I, even Jane the Virgin. Come on. Oh, come on. Come on. She, I hate to break it too. She's not a virgin. <laughs> oh. I've seen her video. <laughs> well, uh, and iZombie. I mean, that yeah, was supposed you have to be. iZombie. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, you got Legends of Tomorrow. Veronica Mars meets fucking Eating Brains. I don't know. Well, about it, I, I'd rather read the comic than watch the show. All right, let's talk about Reaper. Who watched Reaper? <laughs> I didn't. I did it. Oh, wow. <laughs> so You're the only one in this room. All right. So yeah. I watched a couple episodes of Reaper, and I noticed is it, it's Is it good, fun. or is it? It's it's good. I mean, it's didn't not it? bad. Kevin Smith fucking plugged it. That's why yeah, I thought you yeah. would have watched it or Didn't they shit. have a movie? I don't know about time? the mean. Well, I mean, Kevin Smith probably plugged the show because one of the actors looked just like him. True. Yeah, that's true. Which leads us to uh, the existence of Mr. Tyler Labine, who does a great job in Reaper. It's fun. It's neat. It's uh, a guy, character Sam, discovers his parents uh, sold his soul to the devil before birth, and he must now be a bounty hunter for the devil until he dies. It's mm-hmm. a fun show. It ran maybe, I think, three seasons? Two seasons. All right? So it was you know cut off early, but it was a fun CW show. But we're not here to talk about Reaper. No. On the other hand, though, there was a show called you know Firefly. I never heard of that one. Never heard of that one. Mm-hmm. It's it's got a big following. Uh, our former dead co-host that passed on two years ago or a year ago. Forget. I don't no numbers. He was happy with one dick instead of two dicks. Yeah. He he. God damn it! You get nothing. <laughs> Voices courtesy. That's what she <laughs> But uh, uh, he was a big fan of that show. Uh, yeah, yeah. He has a podcast too, and a dinosaur, and dinosaur, <laughs> and leaves. But uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, that sort of actor who who was very much a chameleon kind of in the comedy world. Oh yeah, with uh, Alan Tudyk. Uh, if you've seen Dodgeball, he was Steve the Pirate. If arr, you, arr. Arr. Uh, uh, he came out in Twenty One Days with uh, Sandra Bullock, with yes. the recovering addict. Addict. Which was uh, hilarious. If you've if you're a fan of the, the the newer run of the CG Disney movies, not Pixar, but the CG Disney movies, he was King Candy. He was uh the uh the evil little uh, uh what Weaselton, the the Duke of Weaselton from uh, Frozen. My daughter loves it. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say he was in Frozen, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he yeah he was the voice of the Duke of Weaselton. Cool. Uh, so yeah, he does voices. He does different ranges of acting ability. And a spoiler alert: He dies in Serenity. <laughs> How do you uh how, like how do you keep the serenity ship clean? You put it through the wash. Yeah. <laughs> There's like three people that maybe got that that yeah. aren't listening to this podcast. <laughs> they're not listening to it at all. Oh. Well, actually, I, I got that joke wrong. How do you, how do how do reavers clean their ships? They put it through the wash. There you go. That's yeah. a good one. That's a, that's a better one. Yeah. All right. We're all right. We're not. All right, no more brown coats in the house. Okay, <laughs> so we've spoken about Reaper, uh, the Tyler Labine. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've spoken about Firefly, which pra- uh, plays a great praise to Mr. Alan Tudyk. So, yep. what movie are we getting at here, guys? I- I- I'm uh, it's Spider Man Three. Correct. All right, so <laughs> no. <laughs> 
Never bring that movie up. Please. No, and it, it's impossible. Drag me to hell. Uh-oh, retard alert. <laughs> Uh-oh. Retard alert, class. Wrong episode. <laughs> this isn't the right episode, man. <laughs> Get out of my house. <laughs> Drinks and beans. Uh, no, there there is a movie that's kind of got a big cult following. Uh, this movie, when it was released on Netflix, was one of the most watched things on Netflix at a time. Uh, the DVD, when it was released, was really hard to find because it was very limited at certain stores. Okay, I did not mean to hit that button. <laughs> but if you were lucky to find it, <laughs> uh, you had true treasure. <laughs> we, are, we are talking about uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Awesome. Which, uh, if you haven't seen this movie... You need to go watch it. Yeah. Pause the episode. We'll still be here waiting for you to come back and finish it. Go watch it. Let's pull a little Deadpool uh, after Chris. No, go. Go. What are you doing still here? Yeah, what are you still here for? Yeah, just, just go watch it. Go. Cable's going to be in the next one. Just, just, just go. Yeah, we'll still be here. Yeah. We'll, we'll have Cable here. We'll have Kevin Nash. We'll have Super Shredder. <laughs> we'll have, um, you know, some other actors, too. Uh, Kira Knightley, because I love her acting range. Yeah, she has amazing range. She can pull it off. Well, we'll have Kristen Stewart, because, you know, her cardboard performance and anything that she's done is yeah, we, cardboard. We need somewhere to hang the final shirt. We do. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. We do. All right, now that you're back and you've watched Tucker vs. Dale vs. I'm sorry, Tucker, Tucker vs. Dale vs. Evil. That would be, that would be the next That's phase. the sequel, no, Tucker no. vs. Dale. Versus Evil. Dawn of Justice. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. Now that you've sat down and watched it and you've enjoyed this Truly great hard comedy treasure. Yes. Uh, let's give you a rough synopsis so we can remind you what you just saw. <laughs> a rough synopsis? A rough synopsis. What you have seen are actors actors playing hillbillies, yeah. you know, on vacation from their, their tough nine to five jobs. You know, like the the bluest of the blue collar workers, you know, the guys who scrape every money, you know, every paycheck to they go buy that six pack of beer to enjoy their weekend. Take a vacation. Fishing. They go fishing, you know, vacation, go fishing, drink some beer, in the woods, drink some, some beers, you know, uh, possibly enjoy some bowling too. Uh, they're out there and, uh, they're kind of, they kind of meet up with a, a group of, uh, teenagers mm-hmm. out there looking to have some fun. The typical college, college kids, college yeah. kids, yeah. you know, the typical cliche, you know, group of college kids out in the forest or woods to have fun, you know, hot smoking, beer drinking, college kids. I yeah. what college they went and you to. got the, you got the typical trope in there. You got the girl, you got the douche, you got the sporty one, you got the the ditzy one. You you got everything needed to have your typical teenager college group kids going up to this cabin, yeah. and they're dumber than a bag of bag of fucking rocks. Because with ass- the exception of one or two, because they assume these fun, lovable rednecks are your they're they're creepy yeah they're 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 just creepy looking in their eyes in their eyes they're creepy looking because you know dirty overalls dirty red chainsaw wielding (laughs) killers Uh, pretty much in their mind and then this pretty much goes from being the best goes to worst a hilarious (laughs) fucking uh run-in you've ever seen in a film everything that could possibly go wrong not for the teenager's sake, but for the hillbilly's sake, <laughs> yeah, happens, and it's just hilarity ensues. And if you haven't figured it out by now, or if you just forgot the movie you just fucking watched, you have Alan Tudyk and Mr. Bean here playing Tucker and Dale. Yeah, probably the two most lovable people in this movie. Pretty much the most lovable hillbillies in in all filmdom. Because uh, Tucker. 
or is it Dell? He just broke up with his girlfriend or something like that too. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to get over that whole situation, yeah. so he's all kind of he, down in the dumps too. A little bit, yeah. He he's he's not. Oh, happy. I don't think it's so much as in like he broke up with somebody. It's just he's having trouble with the ladies more yeah. so than anything. Yeah, like, it's more of like an awkward. He's like just awkward around girls. He can't talk to them. He just kind yeah, of yeah. He's like that one guy in in that you knew in school that. You knew that there was something special about him, but he just, he just would, he just couldn't talk to anybody. And whenever he would, it would just blow up in his face each fucking time. Like, like what ends up happening with him at the beginning of the film? Once you're introduced to the teenagers, and you're inter- you're once you're introduced to them, then you get the hillbillies. Mm-hmm. You get Tucker and Dale. Well, they they both the both groups meet up at the gas station. Yeah, with the teenagers pumping gas. And, you know, getting some munchies and stuff like that while Tucker and Dale are also getting munchies and filling up the gas. Beer. Getting their beer and getting all that. And so you have the two groups and the teenagers are kind of uh, awkwardly making fun of the hillbillies Mm -hmm. as they're staring at them because uh, uh, Dale is creepily. He likes the girl, the main girl there, and he's staring at her instead Mm -hmm. of going over and talk to her. And he kind of shuffles over to, he wants to say something, but he just... Those Doesn't. creepy dr- grins or something. Yeah, like, he, like he, he has this really awkward looking grin. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, Tuck t- pretty much tells them, like, well, they're, they're having this conversation. They're like, look at those girls. They're, they're never going to be interested in a guy like us. Look at that. They're, they're college girls. While Tuck is like, well, go talk to them. What's the worst they could say, you know? And so Dale walks over there to, to go talk to them. And the wor- the one bit of advice that Tucker tells him is pretty much just smile and laugh. <laughs> that is the worst <laughs> advice you can give to somebody because he shuffles over there and he's like, that's a nice cooler. <laughs> <laughs> While holding a scythe, by, yes. by the way, which freaks the fuck out of these girls. <laughs> and they all take off running. And he's like, they don't like me. It's my face. They hate my face. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. And you can tell he's just he just wants to talk. He just wants to be a friend, you know, just to be like, hey, what are y'all up to? You know? Yeah. Not not to be like, that's a nice cooler. <laughs> but, but it's funny because on the because in your typical kind of redneck hillbilly woods horror movie, that's what the hillbillies do. They walk up to and they laugh awkwardly, and that's that creepy motif that you have. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of funny to see on the other side of it, like behind the scenes or, or not behind the scenes, but like a the, the reverse angle. The other side of the coin of it, of that he just wants to talk to them because not to skin them alive, but to actually talk just to, to be them. social. Oh, yeah. To be social. Cause it, in all honesty, you know, nothing about this guy's background no. except for the fact that him and that these two guys, Tucker and Dale grew up together. That's they're the only friends. thing you know. Yeah. yeah they're best friends. So it's that's really all you know as as a backstory for these guys, yeah. and that's probably the only people that these two guys or one of them's only known. Where the other one probably was a lot more social. Mm-hmm. He he was the cool guy to this guy, you know. Yeah, that's pretty much that's the vibe that you get, really. And what's honesty. what's funny is when I was working a job, uh, we worked with some guys, and they look like really kind of like uh, Tucker and Dell kind of stuff, like really burly guys. Yeah, but they were from up north, uh, close to Canada, so it was always like. You know, real brother guy, and he's like, you know, you know, looking for a chainsaw or uh, some uh, gasoline or diesel. And he's like, hey, buddy, hey, what you doing, eh? He's like, real, you know, real friendly, 
almost goofy Canadian, you know. So, so he had that thing. Minnesota accent. Exactly. And and that's what I really enjoyed about watching this Tucker vs. Del movie. It was a Tucker and Delver movie uh, vs. Evil because it was a, a very fun throwback to, like, these people that you, you meet, you know? Yeah. yeah. They get the stereotypical, like, oh, God, he's inbred fucking psychopath-looking <laughs> motherfucker. He's going to spit fucking dip and throw a fucking knife in your face. No. Yeah. But that's the setup, and man, it just gets funnier and funnier from them going to the cabin, just being buddies, you know? Mm-hmm. Like almost a little bromance, bro comedy, you know? Going yeah, on. It's, that's essentially what it is, really, when you boil it down to it. It's, it, yeah, it's supposed to be a comedy horror, but it's also a bro movie because it's mm-hmm. two guys. Again, they've known each other for years, and Tucker has just bought his summer home. Yeah. He, has, he yes. has bought his dream home, and. His dream the thing, cabin. Yeah, his dream cabin. <laughs> but the thing is dilapidated. It has junk all over the place. But they're seeing it as a gold mine because they're fucking hillbillies. What they don't have, what they don't have already, is amazing to them. Mm-hmm. Oh, Especially yeah. with like they they had to have gotten this for a deal because it's like I spent my whole life savings on you know. <laughs> whenever they're talking to the fucking police officer, you know. Oh, Heidi, hold there, officer. <laughs> Heidi, hold there, officer. But they end up pulling into this house, not unbeknownst to them was owned by, I guess, a serial killer from what you're able to gather from everything found inside the house. Oh, shit. Bear traps. Well, if if you notice the cabin, the way the cabin looks when they first pull up to it, it's very Evil Dead-ish. Yeah, Yeah, that's very true. Very Evil Dead-ish. Well, throwback to uh, the Raimi right there. Nice rusted vehicle sitting out front. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, the, the cabin. How the hell does a wood chipper show up? I forgot about that. Uh, they rented it. Yeah, oh, okay, rented okay. It. yeah they rented it. To kind of landscape the area. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they, they uh, rented it because I, if I remember correctly, I think Tucker makes a comment about the deposit. Okay. Yeah. On it, I want to say I'm not. I'm not 100. Well, he sure. says something like, "Don't throw rocks in there because uh, we won't get our deposit back." Or uh, yes. but like we'll get charged extra for something if it gets like damaged. that. Yeah. Something yeah, to yeah. that effect. So it's pretty much like a, they're they're there just to hang, chill, and spruce up the place. Pretty exactly. much his summer yeah. home. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, but pretty much you know, after they meet the college kids, they you know we, we're taken back to Tucker and Dale's summer retreat, their vacation spot, and uh, then again later on that night. Tucker and Dale want to go uh, night fishing. Yep. yep. And this is where they. This is where this is where the the movie kind of takes off, and this is where it's this is where it kind of sets the tone. What ends up happening is the college kids go night skinny dipping, or they go night swimming, or whatever. Some In of them the skinny same, dip. Some of them. Some of them don't. Yeah, some of them don't. It's a little bit. Of, let's a mixture of both. Yeah. But uh, but they're in the same spot that Tucker and Dale are night fishing, and the only thing that's separating both groups is this giant rock, which the main girl climbs up top of to kind of uh, jump Allison. off. Hmm? Allison, is Allison, where yeah, where she climbs up onto to kind of jump off because they're they're partying, they're having fun, and she sees them in the boat and he waves at her, or he just he's wave at her. He's... No, no, no. Um, she she jumps onto the rock and she started to take her clothes off and Tucker's like, hey, hey, look at that, look at that, and Dale's like, no, I don't want to see. And he's like, <laughs> he, he says something to the extent of like, Tucker, no, and <laughs> Dale's like, when you see a half naked woman, you do not yell my name. <laughs> <laughs> And it freaks her out, and she ends up falling into the water and hits her head on a rock. Yeah. And that's from that point, you see the point of view from their view, and you see it from the college kids' view as well, because whenever she goes under, she doesn't come back up. And so Dale's like, hey, hey, you okay? And he ends up falling into the water, kind of somewhat half-assed saving her, not intentionally, but ends up doing it regardless. And they get her into the boat, and they're waving at the friends, and the friends are freaking out because they're like, yeah. "What are they doing with Alice? And they're eating her!" Ah! 
<laughs> they all run away. <laughs> fucking idiots. <laughs> fucking awesome. And they're like, hey, we got your friend. Where are you going? We got your friend. And they're like, ah! They, 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 all, take off. they all take off, leaving them with Allison. They're like, what do we do? Oh, that's awesome. She's but, gorgeous. But, yeah. yeah, she is. Oh, oh my God. Hot. Oh, my God. Ah, so hot. I'm going to have but, to expand my list. <laughs> <laughs> it's, up to, it's up to three people now. Oh, I got more than three. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> I got a lot more than three. Damn. Uh, Damn. She is... If anybody sees... Uh, Allison's character is played by the awesome actress Katrina Bowden. Uh, she is the hot, super hot secretary in 30 Rock that you always see. <laughs> just got to chill up my God, back for that she's one. She's gorgeous. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, she's oh always my. like in like half-ripped tight jeans or like really, really small shorts walking around barefoot in like 30 Rock. Mm-hmm. And it's just, yeah. Pause and enjoy. Enjoy that. And unpause. Yeah. <laughs> Man. I wish that show could go on forever. <laughs> but at least this movie is great to always visit her because she yeah. does a great job. Yeah, she's she uh, man, I mean, from that scene and to what she plays out throughout the, the film, she's uh, a really awesome character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, film. no, she really is. And she really sells, sells you on the character as well. Like, Again, she's with these idiot teenagers, or not teenagers, but college students, but out of all of them, she's pretty much the brightest one out of them. Oh, yeah. Because she gets her eyes open to the situation early on. Because, I mean, you get, I mean, everything after this is pretty much mishap after mishap after mishap. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) again, it's everything that could possibly go wrong with these hillbillies. Because, uh. I think one of my favorite ones is actually like when the guys is full on running. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The like bees? whatever. Yeah, is it the B situation? Yeah, the B situation. Yes, oh, situation. Essentially, yeah, pretty much what ends up happening after almost almost immediately after they take her home, she wakes up and she's like, "What happened?" They're like, "No, no." Dale's the bringing her breakfast. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's bringing well, yeah. Her breakfast. She, she wakes up because he's bringing her breakfast, and she's like, "No, no. Oh, you don't like pancakes? I'll make you something else. I'll make you waffles. <laughs> you like waffles?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, bacon eggs! <laughs> you know, and he, again, he's Dale is trying to be a good host. He's just trying to he's be a, a sweetheart, dude. Yeah, yeah he's he's, yeah, he's, I mean, he's he's the equivalent of Winnie the fucking Pooh. Yeah. Oh bother! <laughs> oh no! Oh bother! Oh bother! You know, it, that's all it is. That's all he is. It's just oh, that, that's that's yeah. But he's just trying to be a good house guest and whatnot, and she ends up realizing it. Yeah, and I think oh, is it Tucker's only like Tucker's only somewhat scary because of his frustration <laughs> throughout the situation. He's always taking off his hat and throwing his sweat back. He's just like, God, what? What is this? Like some kind of suicide pack for these kids? Yeah, they're some part of suicide pack. He's the hillbilly version of Jeff. Oh, thank you. Wow. He, he, he his know, answer for everything it. is beer. Yeah, he yep. gets agitated and a lot of shit. Yep. Well, that's you're right. Kind of Jeff. Yeah, you know, does if you throw a trucker hat and some overalls, we got we got Tucker. D- d- does Tucker hate everything? No, he's actually kinder hearted, more kind hearted than mine. Yeah. Evil Dead remake. Ah, oh, there's yeah, that scowl. There there's there the scowl. Man, can't even hold it back. <laughs> it's like a deep breath and fucking hold the anger. Count to ten. Okay, all right. So, like the next morning, yeah, like like we kind of stated, Dale brings. Uh, he brings her breakfast, and she freaks out. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he kind of starts saying, "You know, how's your head? You know, you hit your head. This and this and this." 
uh, like, are you okay? Are you yeah. feeling better? And then it kind of cuts to the college kids, and they're like, they got Alice. They got Allison. We th- it was dark, but I think they were eating her face. <laughs> Good God. And, and they're already assuming the worst has happened yep. before even going and talking, you know, trying to figure it out. The, 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 the little leader of the group, uh, I forget his name. Is it Billy? It's Billy or Bill or something like that. Yeah, you're right. It's you're... Chad. Chad. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it, Chad. that's a douchey name. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. Well, the, you you know he's a douche from right from the get go just by looking at him. Yeah. He's a Chad. He's swiped he's a out Chad. hair. The popped up collar kind of looks like Nate if he had hair. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, so wait, is Nathan's middle name Chad? That'd be freaking hilarious. That would be fun. can be. <laughs> Nathan for ten dollars. <laughs> Someone give me a sharpie and his driver's license. I'll fix it. Well, that. you are the CEO now. Yep, there you, go. <laughs> you run HR department. Yeah, that's oh, right. Hey. But, but yeah, I yeah. control y'all's non-existent paychecks. Yes, because you're, you're part FICO. <laughs> part FICO? Oh, man. But yeah, now, like, Chad ends up leading this little group to try and save Allison a from A rescue her, mission. Yeah, a rescue mis- mission to go save her from getting her face eaten off. Because, you know, hillbillies are cannibals. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, as they're in the woods and stuff, how does Tucker encounter the bees? How does that situation spin um, Pretty much what ends up happening is... Um, led by Chad, they all they all go to look at the look at the house and figure out what's all happening. And little scrawny fuck, I can't remember his name. Jason? No, I don't think it's Jason. Gotcha. I want to say it's Todd. Another yeah, Todd. You're right. Um, they end up nominating Todd because he's a douche and he failed at paper rock scissors. Mm-hmm. Uh, they end up nominating him to go scout the place. I guess. While in the back, Tucker is throwing some, or no, Tucker is has a chainsaw, <laughs> and he's trying to. All he's doing, he's minding his own fucking business. Like he's, he's trying like to chainsawing up branches or something. Yeah, he's trying to. He's He's uh, he's uh, sawing up this uh, tree trunk, which is hollow. But what he doesn't know is that there is a beehive inside of it. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I forgot about that. And yes, he ends yes, up yes. hitting it just right, and just. <laughs> Bees come out. It's essentially it's this. It's like the ending scene of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He comes out swinging with that chainsaw, <laughs> running. Todd, exactly. Todd has no <laughs> idea what the fuck is going on. So all he's he sees, running. All he sees is Tucker running at him with the chainsaw. When in actuality, Tucker's just trying to run away from the bees. <laughs> so Tucker's screaming, "There's bees! There's bees!" Well, no, no, I don't think he even said that. He just like, <laughs> no, no, he, no, he's like screaming, "There's, there's bees! There's oh, bees!" Is it? Okay. And as they're running, Tucker runs up beside him. So they're like running neck and neck, not one after the other. They're running neck and neck. And the guy uh, in uh, Todd is looking at him. And as he's staring at him, you get the quickest yet coolest death scene. Yeah. The coolest death in this movie. A funk. Full imp- impalement. Yep. On I mean, Todd. like self-impalement. And then. Like dead sprint. Stop. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it comes to a dead fucking stop. And then what makes it even funnier is that Todd has realized he has been <laughs> impaled. He's like. Ugh. And he looks up, and a bee lands on his nose, and he's like, <laughs> "Well, fuck me." <laughs> well, the tree did. Yeah, yeah he, he did. He pulled an evil dead. Yeah, he went deep. Yeah, deep in horror, <laughs> inside and out. What the fuck? Yeah, that was a brutal death, dude. Yeah, that, yes, that, it that was. was a brutal death. I mean, that is definitely like the reason you don't go running backwards in a fucking. Well, yeah, that's where you look where you're going when you're running. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Did I mention these college students are idiots? Yeah, total fucking moron. Yeah, I, I, 
I'm going to get tired of just fucking saying it. So we're just going to establish <laughs> it. They are fucking morons. Well, uh, to well the they're all named degree. after. They're all, they, they all have douchey names. So. Todd, Chad, Chad, Jason, Chloe, Mitch, Nathan, and all these. <laughs> <laughs> I had to pause for a second. I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> he knows. He knows. That's what you get for not showing up to work, Nate. <laughs> Bitch. Please. Late, late Nate. It's okay. You'll listen to this episode and be like, fuck you guys. <laughs> no, fuck you. You're not getting your paycheck. <laughs> Game no. on. Let them fight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll fight. All right. But uh, but but then but after that, there's an after uh, this scene, uh, they go to another scene where uh, Tucker's after chopping up the tree, after getting things chopped up, he's putting stuff into a wood chipper. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let's Wait, not jump too far ahead. That's too far ahead? That, okay. Let's not jump too far. Okay. Essentially, like after the scene of the of Todd and Tucker going their separate directions, uh, we end up cutting back, if I remember right, back to Dale and Allison. They're they're talking, they're having fun. They've they Aren't they playing a board game or something? They're playing uh Trivial Pursuit. That's it. And That's it. there's a little key moment in, in the movie that you kind of pick up on mm. that Dale Dale is smarter than he looks in the fact that he remembers everything he reads. Now, if you guys take it, if you listeners will take that into consideration, remember this as you listen to it because it plays in later. But they're playing Trivial Pursuit, and then here comes Tucker, and he is just covered in bee stings. Yeah. <laughs> and Dale's like, what happened to you? Oh. I saw into a fucking beehive. Well, why'd you do that, you stupid? <laughs> It wouldn't have happened if you weren't out there helping me. Best and as he's for doing life. that, as he's doing that, he's popping open a beer and pouring it on, on his, his bee face. stings. <laughs> and that was all improv by Alan, man. That was oh, that, all, that was, was improv. That was just him. Mm-hmm. He's oh, like yeah. he thought he's like it would be fun just to just pour the beer on his face. Oh yeah, and that's his answer to everything. Yeah, I was like, thing. do I drink it? No, I just pour it on my face. It'll get in me somehow. <laughs> so it doesn't work after. No, it, it really doesn't. I bet you have multiple it times. It really doesn't. But. So that that happens, and Dale's like, "Well, let me go help you out." You know, I'm, yeah, I am kind of pussyfooting around in here. You know, I'm talking to her. I'm, I'm I might as well go out there and help you because this is your summer home. You invite me up hurt. here. Like, her legs hurt or her head's hurt. Her, she has a bandage around. Yeah, yeah. that's why she's not up and moving. Yeah, yeah, she ended up getting a mild concussion, and so he ends up going out there to help him, and that's when the wood chipper comes in. Um, and again, them two are separated. He is Tucker's putting wood stuff in the chipper because yeah, he's constantly tu- bending down. To, exactly, to do Tucker's that. throwing stuff in the wood chipper. Dale is digging a shitter hole. Yep. Yeah. For those yeah. of you who don't know, it is a out. It is an outhouse where you have to dig a hole and dig a hole under the outhouse, and you have to pretty much make a deposit for your shit. Yep. Yeah. That is what he's making, and he's making something about the size of a fucking grave. And they're proud of it too. They're like they're going on and on about how yeah. nice it's going to be. Oh yeah. And then here comes Allison. And probably the nicest pair of fucking shorts and flannel shirt, nice tied up up at up at the. Yeah, bring in the survivor. Oh no, that's not survivor. Never mind. What is that? <laughs> what the fuck is it? They watch. Okay. Yeah, oh, okay. Okay. See, I was like, okay. But she comes out in a fucking like a tied up flannel shirt and nice little booty shorts and Dale. <laughs> 
pick your fucking jaw off the floor, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. And she's like, well, I figured seeing as how I'm here, I might as well help. I used to, ra- I was raised on a farm, and it's either you help or you don't eat. And yeah. She has that mentality, so mm-hmm. that makes you love her even more. And then, in turn, for Dale to love her even more. Because she's in there, she's out there helping helping him dig this fucking well, hole. Well, after a while, Dale's taking a break and she's digging. Yeah, yeah. And her friends are like, they're making her dig her own grave. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Which, at that point, they should have realized her face is still fine. Yeah. So, nothing's yeah. been eaten. But, yeah, they're sitting there going, oh, my God, they're making her dig her own grave. That's fucked up. <laughs> and Sick so, bastard. So, they, they, try, they, they plan to go take out Tucker. Well, they they plan on taking out both of them. Well, yeah, both of them, but Tucker mainly because he's by himself. Mm-hmm. And as he's throwing stuff into the wood chipper, he's constantly bending down. And you get one of the best slapstick death scenes in this movie. He goes to bend a, down. It's the guy or the girl? It's, it's the guy. guy. It's the guy. He goes to bend down to grab some more tree branches or wood or whatever. And as he's bending down, the guy goes to tackle him. Misses him and jumps into the wood chipper head first. Yeah. head first. He goes head first in the wood chipper, and then while on the other side of the fucking house, another guy is trying to attack Dale and ends up impaling himself with the spear that he made. Yeah, yes. knocking, but in turn scaring Dale, and Dale ends up turning, hits Allison in the head with the shovel. She falls into the ditch, and as he sees her fall, he falls. And then the dude ends up fucking tripping, stabs him, impales himself with his own fucking spear in the fucking ditch, and Dale's like, "Ah!" (laughs) Allison's knocked the fuck out. She has no idea what the fuck just happened. Tucker on the other side of the house. He's trying to pull the legs out. He's trying to pull the legs out, and all of a sudden the wood chipper stops. And he's like wiping his face with the blood, and probably one of my favorite lines, You okay? Oh man! You okay? <laughs> he's, he's like, and he's like, kind of like moving the legs like their little controllers, like trying to pull him out to see if he's still alive. He's trying it's, so hard. <laughs> it's and and this is when he comes running and raving about it. it's a suicide pact. He's, he's like these yeah, goddamn stuff. kids. It's a suicide yeah. pact. Well, they end up meeting in the house. I guess one comes in from the back door. One comes in from the front door. Dale has Allison in his arms. Tucker is just covered in blood. And Dale's like, what happened to her? She got knocked out. One of her friends came and attacked us. What happened to you? One of the fucking college kids flung himself into the wood chipper. It's a suicide pact. It's a suicide pact. Maybe they're trying to get her because she knows too fucking much. (laughs) It's awesome. And so you can see the confusion between the two. Oh, I'm knocking my fucking mic around. You can see the confusion between the two. Between the two factions, I guess you could fucking call them. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, well, what do we do? Yeah, because they're watching on the other side going, oh my God. And they're like, oh my God, you see? Or I think, no, I think the kids ran, the remaining kids ended up taking off to go so do So they didn't see else. the guy get impaled over. Well, no, they saw all of it. Yeah, like, yeah, they saw the, and I think, they saw the two kids die. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember. Like, the teenager or the college students, they're, they're there in the movie, but you don't really get to see what they're doing behind the scenes. Gotcha. You just get to see them attacking Tucker and Dale and them running away in fear because they're fucking morons. <laughs> yeah. But, like, during the wood chipper scene, like, the two girl, like, one of the girls ends up getting splattered with blood. She loses it. 
She runs off. She, I think she ends up running off. The girl that was with her, the black girl runs off. The black guy runs off. Chad ends up, Chad's somewhere in all of this. I don't know where the fuck he went. Yeah, he's the one that tries to play like he's, last one. He's, he's kind of shit, like yeah. orchestrating all the, yeah. Yeah, the attacks. He's, he's the puppet master for all these fucking idiots. But so while, while all of them are like kind of like regrouping in the back at somewhere, Tucker and Dale are like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? All these kids are killing themselves on our fucking plate or on our fucking land. And they're like, well, and Dale comes up with the brilliant idea of saying, well, we'll just call the cops and tell them what happened. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, that's right. That's that's where the fucking kids went. One of them took off to go get the cops. Yeah. And Tucker, while that's going on, they're like, well, what do we do? Oh, we'll just tell them what happened. Tucker's like, that's a fucking idiot. I, that's a stupid idea. What are we going to say? Oh, hi ho officer. We had one doozy of a day. Yes. These teenagers just have been killing themselves all over my property. I don't know what to do. Well, like, well, like, well when the cops do show up, yeah. Tucker's still covered in blood. Yeah. The two legs are still sticking out of the wood chipper. No, uh, no they've managed to get the legs out of the wood chipper. Pretty much whenever... Yeah, like before the cop shows up, they end up managing to get the legs out of the wood chipper. Okay, okay. And the the bottom half of the torso ends up going all over Dale and ends up covering him in blood. And they're trying to dispose of the body at that point, or trying to get rid but of the body, it, move it. Something. I, I, I don't remember this. Isn't about isn't the either the impalement still in the front yard? Yeah, or still there. The impalement is still there. Yeah, okay, yeah. I remember one of the bodies is still there, and they're mm-hmm. trying to explain it to the cop. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever he shows up, because the kids are in the back seat of, yeah. the, of, of the squad car. The kids, yeah, all the kids, with the exception of Chad. Chad has gone to go do something. Yeah, he's watching um, from a distance. Yeah, and as Tucker and Dale are walking out with the two with the set of legs, here comes the cop pulling up right in front of them, and <laughs> they're just kind of like, "Fuck," because <laughs> they're both covered in blood. They're both covered in blood. You have the yep. impalement in the front yard, mm-hmm. and they're carrying bottom half of a torso. Yep. Which, by the way, <laughs> this teenage kid is heavy for half a body. <laughs> Eating the Wheaties. And then as soon as that officer walks up... He pulls uh, a gun on He pu- Well, I don't think he pulled the gun on him. Not yet. How is um, the, the board comes loose or something like that and fires off? Yeah, him, right? well, no, no, no. no. The, the gun never actually leaves the, co- the officer's holster. Um, because he's trying to defuse the situation. Because they're... Yeah, we yeah, didn't yeah. do it, you know. And fucking Tucker, what does he say? <laughs> Howdy duty, officer. We had one hell of a day. <laughs> Ends up going with Dale's plan. Yeah, we're just doing chores around the house when yeah. kids started killing themselves all over our property. Yeah. And then another one of my, these. this is my second favorite line. Dale, or they're, they're trying to explain to the officer what's all happening. And... Dale, bless his fucking heart. We got one knocked out in the house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got another one knocked out in the house? And Tucker reaches over and grabs Dale by the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he says. Because it just sounds horrible. Yes. Oh, even when they're carrying the, the guy's legs, he goes, he's heavy for even half a guy or something yeah. like that. So the, the officer's like, you got another one in the house? <laughs> <laughs> Take me to go see her. Yes. Now that's... And so they end up dropping the legs, walk in, and the kids that are still in the car are like, what are you doing? Shoot them. <laughs> Don't walk in there. They're going to kill you. They're like losing their shit. Yeah. But the problem is <clears throat> three of them are locked in the backseat while there's one in the passenger, which is the one that ended up t- taking off. I think that was, I can't remember the fucking kid's name. Jason? I think that was Jason. 
Was it Jason? I think so. No, Jason's the black guy. So the one, the remaining one is Mitch. I don't know. Might it might be Mitch? Mitch might be the other guy. But um, they end up. Mitch is in the front seat. The Jason, Chloe, and I can't remember that other fucking girl's name for the life of me. Uh, it was the uh, the other Naomi. Girl. Naomi was the other girl. Them three are in the back. Buckhead's in the front. Cop goes into the house, and they go to examine Allison. And Allison, she's knocked the fuck out. They're examining her pupils, you know, all that stuff. And they're like, well, what do we do? And the cop is saying, well, we're going to have to take you in because there's just there's just way too much evidence here against you, so on and so forth. And he leans up against a post that ends up breaking on the officer, smacks him in the head with a with like a one-by- four block or whatever into the forehead Nail which right has like six nails sticking Shit. out of it <laughs> cop goes ass backwards through the door rolls around gets back up <laughs> and dale says like the funniest fucking line it's uh uh how is he even walking right now tuck <laughs> tuck replies he looks like he's gonna walk it off he's gonna be fine <laughs> And it's just so macabre because he's got that whole full nail board in his face. Yeah, and you can see like a couple of the nails oh, sticking gosh. out of his face, yeah, you know. And like... they were worried about it early when they were doing yeah. the chores and stuff because it's yeah. like, oh man, that thing's ready to go, you know. Yep. And it was like one of the things that was on their to-do list. Yep. And then the cop walks over, opens the door to his cop car, tries to call somebody on the radio. And at that point, he's like, uh, uh, and he falls <laughs> over and keels over, literally. And so the three kids in the back are losing their shit again. They're they're telling fuckhead in the front, open the door, open the door, you know, like let us out. And instead of helping out his buddies, the dude crawls across the the center console over onto the driver's seat, reaches down, picks up the officer's gun. Oh, here it comes. Oh, oh yeah, and then okay. points it at Tucker and Dale. And he's like, he says something to the extent of like die fuckers or something like that. You know, just something cliche. Well, doesn't Dale say something like, "Hey, you think you got to take the safety off?" Well, or? yeah, he says that after he like yells die fuckers and he clicks, but it doesn't do anything. And Dale goes, "Check the safety and the." College kid's like playing around with the fucking gun, aims it at his fucking face, undoes the safety, and kaboom, blasts his own fucking head off. off. Yeah. A shot to the face, all over your face, neck, and chest of just nothing but blood. Oh, (laughs) it's done. done. (laughs) Of nothing but blood, gore, fucking brain matter, skulls, Mm -hmm. all just all sorts (laughs) of shit. And again, three kids, kids still stuck in the, the back, kids in the back losing their shit out now. Yeah, yeah. they they might as well have just <laughs> shat everything that they could have shat. And Tucker goes, "What do you mean? Take the safety off? What are you trying to do? Help up!" He's like, "Hide all the sharp objects." Or something. <laughs> They're talking all this. Yeah. How does he lose his fingers? Yeah, that's, uh, that's, a later later that's, okay, that's a little later on. Because that's my favorite. Because see, I, I thought they got shot off with the gun. No, 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 no. Because no, no, no. no, no, like, no, that's that's my favorite line. Okay, later on. But um, Chad ends up coming out of nowhere after the dude blows his fucking head off, and picks up the gun and is like, "Kado, kado, kado!" Just fucking Robocops on him, but yeah. with no aim whatsoever. He's trying to be a fucking gangster and shoot it, you know. And Dale and Tucker like run back inside, and they're. Again, they're at the point like, I don't know what to do. (laughs) (laughs) So 
Chad ends up coming up as, I guess, the hero to the college kids. Comes up, shoots a couple of rounds at the door, opens the door up for the other kids, or he shoots a few rounds at the front door of the summer home, lets the kids out of the back seat, and is trying to keep them, trying to keep the hillbillies at bay, I guess. But (laughs) it just stops. It goes silent, and they're trying to figure out what's happening. And Dale looks over, and he sees that they have his dog. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. They have his dog, and he's the dog is nothing. In the words of Dale, he's nothing but a little marshmallow. <laughs> you know, he he won't even hurt a fly. You know, and Dale is getting all upset, and he's like, "It's my dog, it's my dog." And Tucker's like, "All right, well, I'll fucking distract him." Here, here's a nail gun. Just pull this, shoot, and don't hit me. No, no I think it was Dale was going to distract him while Tucker was going to sneak around to get mm-hmm. the dog. Exactly. And uh, as he's trying to do that, uh, because Dale kind of messes up his distraction, mm-hmm. Tucker gets caught. Yeah. He gets the gun pulled on him, and his his words is, oh, crap. Yeah, he or no, no, no. He, no, it's, he, uh, he doesn't say, oh, crap. He goes, um, <laughs> what a nice day for a run, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and so he takes off, and... Yeah, he's he's already saved the dog. Dale, or yeah, Dale has done the distraction, but the he Tucker Tucker ends up fucking himself over because he makes a little too much noise, and that's when all that fucking happens, and they yeah. take off running through the woods. And that's when you figure out what Chad's been fucking doing, and he just, he ended up making a trap, or no, he didn't make a trap. How'd they catch Tucker? He pulled a gun on because he was making noise when he was yeah, yeah the but dog. I, then they end up running through the. Oh, I remember. I remember. I remember. I remember. Uh, they end up running through the woods, and I guess survival instinct kicked in for Tucker, and he decided to camouflage himself. He ends up thinking that he lost him, dives down like next to a tree, covers like covers himself with mud and is dirt. This, is that the part where Chad says to Tucker, "Is like I've never stood this close to evil before." Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he yeah. goes, "It's supposed to be twenty four hour protection." Yeah. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> Talking about his fucking yeah, deodorant. <laughs> He doesn't fucking know what the hell he's yeah, talking cause, about. Because Chad's like, yeah, it stinks or something. Because like it's supposed to be 24-hour protection. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, this thing's but, just full. Oh, yeah. It's fucking, It's full of fucking little lines and quotes yeah. and all that good stuff. But they end up catching Tucker, and they end up stringing him up, and that's whenever hanging Chad goes... Go, hanging him upside down by his feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like... That's what evil smells like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never stood so close to pure evil before. Kind of stinks. <laughs> it's twenty-four hour protection. <laughs> and then Tucker tries to haggle with him, like, "Hey guys, I know this is just a big old misunderstanding. I got a couple of beers that are cold in the cooler. It's at least a six pack. I can share them. We could split them." He's trying to haggle with him, trying to convince him, "Hey, I'm not so much of a bad guy. This is just a complete un- misunderstanding." Chad's not having any of that shit whatsoever yeah and that's when chad gets the bright idea of lopping off his fucking fingers <laughs> and delivering them mm-hmm. to the uh the cabin yep which uh, uh allison gets and she unra- and she's showing dale and she's unwrapping it and this is my favorite line those are tucker's bowling fingers oh god they cut off tucker's bowling fingers <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a that's Easily one of the best lines. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. <laughs> definitely. But so they end up 
he ends up getting his fucking fingers and somehow I'm I'm drawing a blank as to I know Dale starts getting pumped up. He goes, Dude, they want to fucking see a killer hillbilly. They're gonna see a killer hillbilly. He starts yeah. getting all pumped up. And Allison is trying to convince him, this is all just a misunderstanding. They got da- they got Tucker. I need to go get him. He's my best friend. Come on, frat boy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, Dale ends up going out to go try and find Tucker because, yeah, they sent him a note saying, we got your friend and has his two fucking bowling fingers in there. He goes to go <laughs> find him. And he finds Tucker just kind of hanging out like fucking Spider-Man upside down. Isn't he, like, singing to himself or he's, like, talking? He's, like moping or whining he's he's like moping or uh, yeah i guess you could kind of say he's moping he's not really saying very much because i guess he's trying to keep consciousness or something because <laughs> he's been hanging upside down for a while because by the time dale finds him he's already like purple in the face yeah. and stuff <laughs> like that and so dale's like oh i'll get you down i'll get you down and tucker's trying to tell him it's a trap stop stop no nah, it doesn't fucking listen and ends up doing a fucking tripwire and a spear ends up nailing him right in the like almost area. in the fucking groin. And oh. Dale ends up going, Oh, thank God I'm not hung like a bear. <laughs> I've never been so happy to not be hung like a bear. Yep. It ends up nailing him right between the legs. Oh, man, but hilarious. like right under the crotch through his fucking overalls. <laughs> and so he ends up taking that out, cuts Tucker down. Which causes Tucker to fall literally on his head onto the ground. And Dale's like, no! (laughs) It's like Three Stooges, but with two. Yeah, it totally is. Two hillbillies. It's Laurel and Hardy, dude. In the woods. Exactly, exactly. And for some reason, between the time of Dale getting Tucker down to the point to where they get back to the cabin, it's already nightfall. So I'm guessing... From like the beginning of the movie till about this point, we're like two days in, almost. Yeah. yeah. Day one, her Alice gets her day two yeah. is all the. I'll try to save Allison. The, yeah. The mass suicide. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much <laughs> Tucker's eyes. Yeah, pretty much. But they end up. Um. They make they make their way back to the cabin, and Alice is Allison is still there, and Chad and them or Chad. Chad has come up with this plan to try and save Allison. Where the remaining fucking college kids are going to wait outside the cabin while Chad goes in to go rescue, notice the air quotes, Allison from her captors. captors. Mm-hmm. Ooh, excuse me. That beer's coming back up. That beer and a little bit of virus. <laughs> Ooh, never Ooh. a good thing. Hot no. damn. But, um, yeah, they come, Chad comes to the rescue. And Allison's trying to convince him, oh, this is just a misunderstanding. This is all it is. And seriously, that's all it fucking is. And here comes Tucker and Dale, and they're like, what the fuck are you doing in the the fucking house? And they're like, Allison's like trying to defuse the situation with them, like the cop was trying to defuse it. Mm -hmm. And she's like, let's just sit down and just talk about this. Let's, Let's just talk, you know, what... Whatever this is, we can work through it. We can work past this. And finds out she's a fucking like psychology major mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, which explains her <clears throat> actual rationality mm-hmm. for for this this whole event yeah, series yeah. of events. Makes she understands why Chad's the protagonist of the whole situation. Yeah. yeah. So they end up sitting down to fucking have tea and all this stuff. And Chad's like, oh, no, I'm fucking allergic. I can't fucking have... Chamomile. I can't chamomile. have chamomile. Yeah. 
And they're like, oh, well, how about Earl Grey? Yeah, Earl Grey's fine. So they end up, they're sitting down, they're drinking tea, trying to figure out what all is happening. And you end up finding out from Chad, like his tragic backstory. His ulterior yeah. motive. His ulterior motive. And finds out his family went to those same woods. Coincidence. Uh, his his mom and dad went to those woods with a couple of friends, and they were terrorized by these hillbillies. Everybody was murdered except for the mom, and he, the mom was the lone survivor, yada, yada, yada. And that's the reason why all this hate toward these hillbillies. That's the reason why Chad hates hillbillies. Yeah. Exactly. That's the reason why all the fucking... Yeah. Hates Cause, them. Because even when the sheriff meets him at the very beginning, and then Tucker's telling him about like sinking every penny into getting the cabin and stuff, he's like, you ain't going to find nothing up there, but... You know, like evil and heartbreak or something like that. Like, like the sheriff gives that, you know, foreboding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. A little exactly. tale of like the land and the property. Crazy oh, yeah. Ralph speech. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pretty much. You're all doomed. Doomed. Little invaders in there. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was going to do it, but I'm not. I, I'm, I'm sitting there looking at the fucking audio. I'm like, this oh, is going to be wow. way too fucking loud to yeah, do this. If we do it. Huh? If we do it, we'll go in the red. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But essentially, so they're trying to figure all this out, and Chad's sitting telling him, oh, I fucking hate hillbillies because of what they did to my family. You're no fucking better. And Dale's like, I'm sorry for your family, but that wasn't me. I was like two. <laughs> <laughs> and Tucker's like, you're fucking morons. <laughs> and he's sitting there pouring beer on his fucking hand where he's lost his two fingers. <laughs> PBR, baby. He's, he's got his PBR, wrapped up now. PBR. It's a thing of beauty. <laughs> exactly. But while they're trying to figure all this out and try to, I guess, come to terms, the fucking friend, the remaining college kids are devising ways to fucking... Kind of overtake them. Yeah, yeah overtake them, yeah. like overpower them, whatever, because it's fucking... One, two, three, four, five. No, four. Yeah, it's like four and two. I think it's the two girls, Jason and two Chad. Two girls, Jason, Chad. Yeah, that's like four against mm-hmm. two. So they figured, out oh, we can fucking take them if yeah. we all go at one time. Well, what ends up happening does not go as planned. At all. At all. Again, whatever could possibly go wrong goes wrong. And Chad like flip, does a fucking table flip because he's too fucking pissed off. Flips the table on Dale, tries to kill him that way. One of the fucking teenagers, uh, Jason, the big black guy, is... I can't remember what the fuck he was doing. I think he had a weapon or something that he charges in either through the window or the door. I forget. He does... Yeah, he does something. Because I'm ones. trying to remember when like the nail gun and all that stuff starts coming into play. Well, the nail gun was whenever Tucker... Or whenever, whenever they had his dog. Oh, okay, okay. I never shot anybody before. Exactly. Just pretend they're just pretend they're two by fours. And they're just moving two by fours. <laughs> um, what the fuck? Man? Yeah, because I, I mean, I remember them stalking out there, and then uh, doesn't the cabin get start uh, catch on fire? Or the cabin catches on fire. I think. Yeah, Jason ends up charging in there to try and take them on. I think he ends up knocking over a gas can that was in there, and in doing that. And during the scuffle with Chad and Dale, I think a lamp gets knocked over, like one of those kerosene lamps, and ends up igniting the trail of gasoline that Jason has caused, goes up his fucking pant leg, and so he's fucking on fire. Um, I thought a bear trap or something comes loose in the fucking cabin, too, or something like that. I don't think there was a 
Bear traps. I remember like so much shit being on those. Well, no, the fire happens in. A, it's assumed that uh, in the fire that uh, Naomi, Chloe, and Jason die. Yeah, and then uh, Chad kind of runs off. He, well, he like he Chad grabs Allison and takes her to the sawmill. Okay. Well, the, like Naomi, Naomi ends up getting a face full of fucking weed weed, weed whacker. Oh wow! Chad or Jason ends up getting burnt alive. And Chloe ends up going through so much fucking stress, she needs to smoke a cigarette next to the fucking gas cans and ends up blowing herself up. Gotcha. Yeah, that's it. Like they all, they all die, and they all die. But I don't know if it's in that except same for order. except for Chad, because Chad, well, he's yeah. like he's kind of scarred now from the Chad fire. ends up pulling a fucking two face on us. Yeah, because he yeah he yeah, ends up getting like, like all scarred, scarred and, and shit. Um. So yeah, fast forward through all that because I can't remember the order of all that shit. Um, and then, uh, well, uh, and then, uh, Chad takes Allison, he like grabs Allison and like takes her to like a local building, which happens to be a sawmill, mm-hmm. like an old abandoned sawmill. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, where kind of like a lumber yard. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like a lumber yard where like hillbillies used to frequent. Yeah. They used to like, I guess, hang out this sawmill over there. And then, uh, he's trying to make out with Allison to show that, you know, he's better than the hillbillies that she was kind of held captive with. Yeah. And uh, this is where uh, Tucker and Dale kind of come to the rescue. And this is where the big reveal is. Chad's all screwed up with like his scarring and like melting skin and everything. Yeah. And they look over and they see this newspaper article about the the, the massacre or the, the hillbilly attack that his parents were involved in. And uh, one of the hillbillies in that picture looks like Chad. And this is where you get the reveal that Chad might be part, part hillbilly. hillbilly. <laughs> You're part hillbilly too. <laughs> he he's part hillbilly. His he's got self hate. <laughs> he's got hate in his heart, and he's letting it out. But uh, but th- this scene is where like the final showdown happens. Uh, and whenever he's when it's revealed that uh he's part hillbilly, he just loses all rage and starts going after Dale now because he sees Dale as the rival male, <laughs> the uber hillbilly. Yeah, uber, <laughs> uber jason uber uber chad oh shit <laughs> and uh yeah. and, and again this is where uh like in order to kind of like yeah they stay they, they brawl uh chad and dale start brawling and uh well you know you know chad's allergy he had like his allergic thing to a uh, chamomile mm-hmm. well he gets a face full of chamomile tea <laughs> yep dale ends up finding a box of chamomile tea that that's still in like the package bagged form whatever have mm-hmm. you or might be fresh i'm not i'm not too fucking sure but it's available to him at his disposal and ends up throwing it just like throws it in his fucking face and what what ends up happening is chad ends up going through anaphylactic shock <laughs> because he's just inhaled a face full of fucking <clears throat> chamomile and he ends up going backwards ends up going through the fucking back of the lumber yard through these double doors, which were conveniently placed there mm-hmm. yeah. and falls and presumably died. Yes. But, but yeah, he, they presumably die. And, uh, this is where kind of the story starts to end off where the fire from the cabin attracts local news and attracts local police and everything. And it's reported that, this indeed was a suicide pact <laughs> at the cabin. Tucker was right. And there's a deranged, scarred killer loose in the woods. Nice. Yep. Which you see kind of at the beginning 
uh, a little bit of the film when they, uh, Texas Chainsaw Texas, Massacre remake <laughs> or uh, or Friday the 13th. Yeah, Friday the 13th. Uh, it kind of goes through there. And then uh, uh, you, as the news reports playing out, you see that it's actually Tucker watching his report on a TV in a hospital because of his extensive injuries yeah. that he sustained, like loss of fingers, bee stings, everything else that possibly went wrong with yeah. him in that movie, while uh, Dale and Allison are on a date. Yep. Yeah, they're, they're on a date. They go visit him at the hospital. Tucker's got his fingers back, plus an additional one. Yeah. Well, they end. Up, they lost one of them, and they <laughs> they swear up and down that's one of his fucking fingers. But finds out it's fucking Chloe's because it still has the fucking painted paint the, fingernail the on, it. on it. <laughs> and he's like, I don't remember it looking like that. <laughs> Classic. And, yeah. uh, and like, what, then, did they sneak him in like a six pack? They well, no, they didn't sneak him in a six pack. Six pack. They snuck him in one single beer. One, yeah, one beer. And it was still cold. Beer. And they got gave gave him his favorite drinking utensil. A bendy straw. A bendy straw. Nice. And uh, as Dale and Allison go on their 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 date to a bowling alley, they go bowling. Yep. Uh, which is awesome. <laughs> Just Tucker in the hospital, him frustrated, but he's happy for Dale. Yeah. But he's also frustrated because he's in the hospital suffering, while Dale is living the life. Yeah. Right mm-hmm. now, outside. Yep. And, and what's uh, uh, really funny about the date is. Dale ends up giving Allison a fucking uh, gift, and he's she's like, "What is it?" And she ends up opening up, finds out it's a pink bicycle helmet because of all the fucking head injuries she got throughout this movie. <laughs> nice to keep her because if she ends up sticking around, you know she's going to end up getting fucking hit in the head several more times after that. <laughs> it's, it's a just in case helmet. Yeah. Yes, it is. It is a just in case helmet. And then the movie ends with them kissing, and then credits roll. Yep. And that, that is true. Tucker and Tucker and Dovers is evil. Yep. Yes. And then we very patiently await for part two. Well, yeah, f- it was announced f- that. What was, the, what was the first time you saw this, man? Uh, I saw, I've been waiting for this movie because I kept seeing the the trailers for it. Uh, if you're a fan of the old school Walking Dead comics, Tony Moore did a few art prints of this Sweet. movie. So and I, I'm a fan of Tony Moore's work. Yeah. So uh, I was I saw his prints. I'm like, oh, this looks so damn awesome. I kept waiting for it, waiting for it. Was not able to pick it up at Walmart or any of the outlets to get on DVD or Blu-ray. But it was on Netflix like two weeks later after the yeah. DVD release. It was, yeah, it was on Netflix almost immediately after. And uh, I had, I invited a few friends over to watch it. And we all watched it and laughed our asses off as we're watching it. It was so good. Cool. So, yeah, I had like a viewing party for this movie. Nice. Very nice. Very, very nice. So when's your first time seeing it? Uh, Pretty much... The the way I end up catching on to it, I found it on Netflix. But the way it ended up working out, the re- the entire reason why I even looked at it was um, back whenever I was still dating this girl named Becca. Me and her, we we had our own apartment. We were living we were living the high life, you know. And we ended up having one of her. I guess wait, wait when you say the high life, was it the high life or was it? Oh, it was as high as you high. can fucking get. <laughs> high as you can fucking get. High as but, you can. Ha- so it, so it was a. Uh... Was it 420 time all the time? Oh, 420 all the time. Smoke weed every day. Exactly. (laughs) Um, But pretty much she ended up, we ended up getting one of her, I guess I wouldn't call her exactly a friend, but more like an acquaintance. Surprise, motherfucker. Yeah, it was was essentially a fucking surprise. She pretty much stayed at our place rent-free for six fucking months. (laughs) Exactly. Very thick. 
Yeah. But um, I, the only benefit that really came from her staying with us was she loved to watch horror movies. So that's where I picked up on on a few horror movies I'd never seen, never heard of. Because she, like, I didn't get to watch. Well, was it The Descent? Whenever those one of those group of ladies end up going mm-hmm. to the caves, mm-hmm. I didn't get to see that movie until she showed up. Cool. Okay. That um, there were some benefits. Though. The I think it's called the. Housekeepers or the keepers? Innkeepers. Innkeepers. I got yeah. to see that. Got That's to see Ty West. Yep. Got to see. I got to see a shit ton of horror movies during her six month stint, because pretty much if I wasn't working at night, me and she and she was off, we would just sit there and watch horror movies all fucking night. We watched two or three a night. Cool. Um, and that was about the time I was hanging out with Sammy and Nate, and they were showing me horror movies. So I was yeah. watching a lot of horror movies through that. Granted, Sammy and Nate had the better ones to pick from. Yeah. But every so often, me and her would find a gym in the gym mm-hmm. in the rough, and Tucker and Dale was one of those gyms that we ended up coming across, and we just died laughing. Nice. And I ended up introducing it to Sammy and Nate. They ended up loving it, and pretty much. The moment that I was like, this movie is fucking amazing. I bought it on Amazon like almost the next day, if not mm-hmm. the following paycheck, whatever have you. And it's a movie I watch probably about three or four times a year just, just wow. to get a good laugh. You know, because hell, life is too fucking serious. You might as well laugh at fucking something. <laughs> oh, yeah. And as much as many horror movies I've sat down and watched, as many fucking action movies I've watched... All of them, yeah, they have some fucking humor, but this takes the fucking cake. This is yeah. this is a fun fucking movie to watch. High, sober, drunk, LSD, crack, you name it. Whatever <laughs> high you can fucking find. Cocaine. cocaine is a good one to go off. <laughs> uh, uppers, downers, you pretty much you pull out a briefcase of whatever fucking Johnny Depp had in that in that suitcase in Fear and Loathing and watch that movie, you're going to have a fun time regardless of what it is. Yeah, you're going to chuckle. So oh, yeah. How about you, Jeff? How, when was the first time you saw this thing? Uh, yeah, same thing. It was pretty much, uh, I, it was on my queue. It's like, oh, if you watch this, you might like this. Yeah. And it sat there, it sat there, and eventually I said, fuck it. You know, I'll go ahead and give it a shot. And it was funny, man. It was pretty, it was really good. You know, I watched it once or twice and uh, that was, that was it. I mean, it was, uh, I appreciated the talent. Mm-hmm. I appreciated uh, everything. I mean, Chad's character plays out in such a way that was fun. The deaths and the gore, everything was neat. So, mm-hmm. yeah, dude, that was like the first time I saw it was on Netflix. Are you okay? <laughs> so, so, okay, let's let's do some final thoughts on this. Uh, Ralph, it's your uh, guest CEO. Guest okay. CEO and me taking over this entire yeah. fucking episode. <laughs> um, this movie, Your memory's better than mine. Yeah, uh, It's it because is. I watch it four or five times a year. That's it's, awesome. Dude. Like, I think the last time I watched it was actually, what month are we in? We were in February. Like two days ago? No, not that fucking recent. Three days um, ago. I watched it. <laughs> I watched it the last time my girlfriend came into town from California. So that had to have been mid-January. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, yeah, last so time I saw it. Recent. So yeah, it was pretty fucking recent. Pretty recent. Nice. So that's one of five that I'm aiming for this year. Nice. But um, what are we going for again? Final thoughts? Yeah, final yeah, thoughts. thoughts. <laughs> you were just Stay on track there, Ralph. Stay you on were track. just complimenting me on my memory. <laughs> Smoke weed every boom, boom, day. Boom. Exactly. <laughs> no, nah, the, the movie, like I said, it's an all-around fun movie. It's regardless of what it is. You're on high, sober, drunk, whatever. It's it's a fun movie all around. And the characters are fucking amazing. Yes. Like, in all honesty, I didn't really watch Firefly till like late last year. Good for you. 
And I still haven't finished it, and it's only 13 episodes. It's mm-hmm. okay. But in all honesty, my love for Alan Tudyuk came from Tucker and Dale versus Evil before mm-hmm. King Candy, before um, Firefly, before all these other things that he's known for. It was Tucker and Dale. That's mm-hmm. what I know him from, and that's what I'll forever know him from. And the same for same for Bean, which I can never remember his first name. I just know Bean. Tyler. Tyler Labine. Right? Yes. Tyler Labine? Yes. Okay. That's that's correct. Okay, yeah. No, like I didn't know his care I didn't know that actor until I saw that movie. And he's in another fucking movie on Netflix, if I remember right. Uh, I it's, know he does Hulu, he does Deadbeat on Hulu. He's yeah, he does big, Deadbeat on Hulu, but he has another Reaper. Yeah, he has another movie on Netflix where he plays opposite to the psychotic wife that he has they end up taking this like vacation summer off to a summer home but they're very they're very prim and proper the last thing i remember seeing him in was actually uh that planet of the apes one no it wasn't planet of the apes you can ask nate he nate Nate had it on his cue and he's like if you fucking loved tucker and dale versus evil i've had this on my cue we'll fucking watch it we were watching it while we were working together doing x-ray and he fucking passes out. Oh, really? He knocked so out? He conked out watching the movie. I stayed up. And it, granted, it's not as great as Tucker and Dale, but it was still funny. It, it's That one's kind of a horror, kind of a horror thriller as well. Because essentially what happens, him and his wife ends up going to this like vacation home. And he has a deadbeat brother who ends up showing up uninvited with his fucking woman. And his fucking woman's an idiot. And the brother's like, oh, well, we decided to come up here. Or no, it wasn't a, it was, yeah, it was a summer home. It was a vacation home that their mom and dad had. And it's called Mountain Men? Uh, Best Man Down, Newly Couple Councils, Honeymoon Returns to Snow. No, that's not it. Okay. Um, No, they end up, they uh, rent the house from their parents to stay there. Yeah. Yes, that one. Cottage Country. Cottage Country. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that one's a good movie. Granted, I would have considered as good as Tucker and Dale. Yeah, but it's still a good movie. And the twist on that one is pretty much the brother shows up. He's he's obnoxious as fuck, and he ends up accidentally killing his brother. Oh shit! And so they're like, oh, the him and his wife are like, or he's like, oh shit, what do I fucking do? He ends up telling his wife, and his wife's like, did anybody see you do it? No, it's our little secret. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> and finds out that that night that the day that they fucking do that, the brother had invited all these people to the house to have a party that he's throwing. Oh shit! So, so now like all of his friends are showing rope. up. His friends start showing up, and his friends are like, "Hey, where's so and so? Oh, he'll be here soon. He's doing a beer." They're all coming with like bullshit reasons to each fucking person, mm-hmm. and some guy catches on that <clears throat> something's not right. And ends up finding out that they fucking killed him. And so they end up killing the friend. And then another person finds out they end up killing that friend. And it's just it's just a chain of events. Awesome. It's it's a really it it's entertaining, but it's not as funny as Tucker Dill, or at least to me it wasn't. No, it's cool. So it's it's a really good movie, especially if you especially if you like Sean Labine. If you like yeah. his if you like the character he portrays the because he plays the same guy in this one. Mm-hmm. He's just as not he's not as idiotic. Yeah. So he's he's really fucking smart in this one. He's my it's just he's Winnie the Pooh again. <laughs> he's Winnie the fucking Pooh again in this one. And the wife is the one that's manipulating. Oh uh-huh, yeah, she's the beautiful uh, Malin Ackerman who comes out and like uh, 
Watchmen and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. She's gorgeous. Oh yeah, and she in that one instead of it being a Chad, it's her. She's pulling all the strings, and it's that one again. Funny shit happens with that too. Awesome, but no, nah, this movie though. Watch this movie before you go see Cottage Country, because this one's again it's yeah. a really good movie. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So Jeff, your final thoughts? Um, everything was done well in this film. For this being a film that was uh put into production in 2009 and filmed in 2009 it played in screen in front of like uh, festival audiences in 2010 mm-hmm. so early 2011 it got a small very small limited theatrical run but then by november 2011 it hit netflix so i mean it's still young it still barely just became a five-year movie but for when i saw it it was maybe you know a couple of years old maybe if that um but it was amazing. I mean, like, uh, everything's done so well in this film. I was kind of worried that the, uh, it was on, it was borderline independent, and you don't expect the quality of writing and directing to be as good as it was in this film. Yeah. And it really was. Uh, sadly to say, the director has not really gone off to do much. He did the uh, pilot episode for Amazon for Zombie World. He directed, he directed yeah. that. Okay. But when Zombie World wasn't picked up to get greenlit as a full series, that was pretty much all he sat on his plate was just solely shooting the pilot episode. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't really had too much in production. Uh, I know everybody uh, – we'll speak to it a little bit uh, later near the end of this pro, uh, episode about the sequel. But he really hasn't done anything beyond that, which is sad because – Eli Craig or Elig, uh, he wrote and directed this film. So mm-hmm. I was really anticipating great things from this guy because he had a uh, Eli Craig. He uh, he had a, a really good head on his shoulders. I mean, to take a project like this and make it what it was. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, dude, I stand by as telling anybody, kind of like Slither or Shaun of the Dead, this is a great horror comedy to uh, sit back and laugh. And it's, it's great to watch and chuckle by yourself. But when you have a group of friends and a couple of beers, it makes it that much more uh, funner. Uh, Aaron, uh, for me, uh, yeah, like I, like I said earlier, uh, I followed this kind of from, I guess after the movie was filmed, uh, whenever they were whenever they were doing the promotional uh, aspects of it, the the posters, the art, the trailer. Uh, There's some merchandise that I saw here and there. Uh, I was following it, and I would kind of harass people. I said, "You need to watch this trailer." I was like, post it on their uh, Facebook statuses or. To make sure everybody knew about this movie because it just looks so like so much fun, and uh, after watching it, I just I just remember watching it I think three or four times within a two week period just because I, I really enjoyed it, and I was really sad to see it go off of Netflix that that yeah. they took it off because that was one of the very, I think one of the three movies that I've that even after I watched it I still kept it on my queue just still to kind of go back to it, to it yeah. just to return to it because it was so much fun. And, I can, and also, I couldn't, it's because I couldn't find it locally at my stores, and I and I don't really use Amazon, so uh, I, can't, I didn't. I never ordered it off Amazon. Yeah, but uh, it was just it was just a lot of fun. And when I had a viewing party to watch it, just watching with people was just a lot of fun. But I just remember the humor, the gore, the practical effects. Alan Tudyk and and Tyler Labine are just great. Like you know, they're they're just they work. They play off each other. It's like a good you know. It's a believable camaraderie, yeah, that, that these two have, and uh, it, it's just a lot of fun. I just 
the quips, the one-liners, the you know, everything, the build-up, the end twist. It's just mm-hmm. so well written and so well done that, uh, yeah, for an independent f- film, you know, you don't expect it to be this this good. No, you really don't. And nope. uh, it was a big surprise, but yeah, I I, I really enjoy this one. This is one of my favorites. Sweet, man. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to leave it as like, you have to go and watch it. But uh, to, to like to kind of go to our next part of the show is, uh, is this a rent, a buy, a download, or a skip? For me, it's a buy. And when I, whenever uh, I eventually find a, DVD, a good DVD copy, I will be buying it. Uh, Ralph or Jeff or whoever. What do you think, Ralph? It, it's already been a buy, and I'll buy whatever other version they might have for it. <laughs> um, I've been happy just to uh, stream it when mm-hmm. I like from Netflix. Um, when, when, yeah. when it was on Netflix, yeah, when it was on Netflix, that was just a oh fun stream. But uh, yeah, it's it's kind of stayed there for me for like that. Very nice. Yeah. Very very nice. Um, I, I heard you mention a little bit of the sequel talk. Yes. It was announced at... Yep. I think it was a Horror Hound weekend. Was it Horror Hound or was it South by Southwest? Horror Hound. Yeah. Well, Horror Hound, uh, the topic was brought up, is there a sequel? And uh, I think it was... Tyler said that he got the email, and then Alan kind of played off. I'm like, yeah, uh, we're talking we're talking back and forth. It looks like a sequel is happening. Yeah. And uh, that, that was two years ago. I haven't heard anything else from it. Uh so hopefully this will have a better outcome than Behind the Mask 2. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, it's 2014 when they dropped that news and they said that we're going into pre-production. Development. Development. Oh, yeah, pre-development for a So with development, sequel. we're hoping that the original director does get back in the writing chair yeah. and yeah. start cranking it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, they recently talked to Tyler Levine in 2015 about the project again, and he was saying that they're happy to do something. Yeah. But they're not going to do it if it doesn't feel right, which I think is the okay. right thing to do. Right. Yeah. No, that's don't I agree rush 100%. it. Yeah. Don't rush but with it. the director, it's not on his. Um, it's not coming up on his IMDb as something that's even in development. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not really holding a title right now or anything like that. Um, and with Alan Tudyk being tied to uh, the next Star Wars film, which is uh the Rogue One. Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Um, and Disney. I mean, we're. You're looking at maybe 2017, 2018. Before we, before we even go anything. into pre-production. Yeah, well, production hopefully by then. Hopefully by hopefully then. Hopefully by then. So, yeah, the uh, the often talked about sequel as much as, man, I wish we could give you better news than that. But, yeah, it's uh, it's a possibility. So, so what, what sequel do you think will come out first? Trick or Treat 2 or Tucker and Dale versus Evil 2? I don't know. I wouldn't hold my breath for either of those. <laughs> I mean, because I mean, with Michael Doherty, uh, Doherty, uh, with his uh, Krampus um, success, mm-hmm. and hopefully he goes to Trick or Treat too. I mean, he's been pushing our faces. Well, they they know. dropped the they dropped the bomb at another like a like a film fest that there will be a Trick or Treat too. Yeah, but, but they that's did, they did the same thing with Tucker and Dale. Yeah, yeah in 2014. Yeah. There's only yeah. There's only it's one thing to say it. It's another thing. It, your actions speak louder than your words and all honestly Maybe. that's what it boils down to so hell it might sit in production it might just sit in development hell for like several years well they're still know. moving along with the franchise with trick-or-treat because they just dropped the trade uh last month the comics and stuff the, the comic the trade K-Rec, along with krampus around the same time and uh they're moving they're at least keeping that 
franchise alive yeah. with until comic I ch- form. Until I check on IMDb and I see that Trick or Treat 2 is listed as a title and has a date. Yeah. And it actually goes to pre-production or filming. It's like I really don't watch yeah. it too much. And even okay. then, I don't. I'm not gonna lie. I don't trust I don't, it always. I don't trust IMDb a whole hell of a lot because hell, for the longest time they were saying, uh, "What movie was it that I was keeping an eye on?" Uh, I think it was like Mortal Kombat, like the next Mortal Kombat movie. Oh yeah. Like it said, oh they, they it had a date, it had a title, it had a director tied to it, but no cast. Oh, yeah. And that was like. God knows how many fucking years ago. Oh, Nathan kept talking to guys that still think Halloween 2 or mm-hmm. the next Halloween still going to drop yeah. this year. And I was like, really? Yeah. I mean, they kind yeah. of fucking lost the fucking... Yeah, they already lost the rights and everyone's like, oh, it's still being fucking made. <laughs> <still. laughs> By who? <laughs> Fuck you, Wayne. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, the writer and the producer, they're still being made. No, dude, come on. No, 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 no. You can't make a... You can't release a fucking movie yeah. like that. Because no. we talked about a, a little bit uh, on uh, Facebook Messenger. We were talking back and forth about the CW Friday 13th thing. They settled on allowing CW to get. Is the, that a legit thing? Because it kind of looked photoshopped. No, no, the, no, that, no the, the picture, the picture I posted that that was a fan made picture. Okay, okay. So the font was off. You know, everything. Yeah, it looked yeah. it looked official for a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, that was totally fan made. Ah. In fact, the uh, was CW. No, who who on Twitter said that was fan made? Uh, it's actually Friday Thirteenth News on Twitter. Yeah. That they list the artist and everything. It's just a fan yeah, made. It's a fan made. It's a fan made. Uh, but picture. what people keep miss interpreting is that Sean Cunningham gave out of all of the people that tried interest in making Friday 13 series he gave CW the rights TV rights yeah. to enter development on a uh, Friday 13 series yeah. so right now I mean they're just fucking they're still figuring out how to make it a series let alone to assign writers and then cast it yeah so it's just fucking it's it, I mean it's holding about as much promise as you know as Trick or Treat 2 or Tucker and Dale. Exactly. Yeah. I think my favorite fan made photo, or it was with Jason at least, was the one where it's it's all snow and you see like these footprints. And the footprints make the mask? No, no, no. The footprints, they're like going off into the distance. And way off in the distance, you see like a little itty bitty like figure. But if you look next to the footprints, you see a blood trail. Like I think I've something seen was that. dripping. Yeah, I think I have seen that one. That was a fan made poster that someone had made. And oh my god, I was like, Jason in snow, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, Granted, he's a seasonal killer, only in summertime. Yeah, they yeah. You got summer camp. That's really about summer it. school, summer camp. Yeah, but still, it would have it would have been nice. So, granted, that's I'm not holding my breath for that sequel either. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, what they do with it, it's something beautiful. Oh, yeah. An original. Which I'll just is... get Zack Snyder to do it. No one really cares for a fucking story. Uh, no, <laughs> At least you know it'll look nice. Yeah, I know, right? Why do you oh, got to bring up that name around here? Oh. We'll take that kind kindly. Nah, that's all good. Nah, just We'll get James Gunn to do it. There you I'll, go. I'm okay with that. <laughs> You're all right with that I'm one? I'm okay with that. Because then, we'll, then we're guaranteed... Uh, Merle will be in there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, well, I just I want to see this director. It's just like when we were talking behind the mask. I want to see these directors flex their muscles again and show that they're they're not just one off. Yeah, they're not. Uh, they're not a one shot. Yeah, because I mean, it always comes down for me the writer. If yeah. the director can make what that guy written has written great, then you have a good director. Yeah. But if you have a good writer, it doesn't matter if you direct it and it looks like shit. It's still going to be a great story. You're going to appreciate it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. Definitely. It's like shit. You go watch a movie like uh, Primer. The the pro- production on the film is like crap. It's like $5,000 and a, p- a couple of good friends. 
but the writing's so solid that you're just amazed by like the fucking idea of this originality. <laughs> um, which is great, and that's what uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil was full of: is uh, fun originality, and above all, um, the horror and gore that yeah. we all yes. here uh, yes truly love and enjoy, love and appreciate. All right, guys. So uh, pop open a nice PBR and uh, you know kill the episode. And just go ahead and rewind the movie and start it up again if you're rewatch you know, it. Yeah, rewatch this awesome classic. Oh uh, yeah. So if you like this episode, you know, please you know go to our Facebook page, find us there. There, there's a link there at the top of it that will lead us to our shirts that we have for sale, prints, stickers, all that good stuff. Uh, give us ratings on our iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher accounts. Leave us feedback. You know, if you have suggestions, we'd love to hear it. Yeah, you know, when we uh, post the episode links and stuff on Facebook, hit the comments and just uh, drop us a comment. Yeah. You know, shut the fuck up or keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, because we, in all honesty, it might not sound like it, but just, we, yeah, we pick the movies that we like, but I'm pretty sure you'd like like to hear our opinion on these movies or at least want to know what we think. Because... This is all based off of a fan perspective. We are fans of these movies. Let's include you into this because we want y'all to know. We want to know what you guys think. What what movies do you think we if should you get? Wanna, if you want us to watch a movie to make fun of, we will gladly do that. Chud. Chud. Leave Chud alone. Anything by Rob Zombie? <laughs> uh, fuck you. <laughs> Uh, like you know, if you have a suggestion, we're open to suggestions. We will watch what you want us to watch. We'll make fun of it. We will praise it. We'll shit on it. it yeah. It's all. Yeah, the suggestions opinion. are welcome. The suggestions yeah. are welcome, just as long as it's something that that's that we can kind of easily find. You know, we're not we're not looking for like you know holy grails here. Yeah, but unless you want to loan it to us, and we will autograph it and send it right back to you. Exactly. Watch it. Exactly. Exactly. I like to hear what a holy grail is to some of our fans because uh yeah, like we all have our own holy grails. Oh yeah, but. Hell, you know what? Make that the next question on our Facebook page. What is we your horror holy grail? What is your horror holy grail? Yeah, mm-hmm. and then based off of that list, whatever whatever it gets compiled, hell, we'll fucking watch it. Uh, yeah. Well, I know what mine is. I don't mention mine because I don't want them tainted by your opinions. <laughs> <laughs> and it's you a can, Serbian film. <laughs> and you could find Jeff and give him a ring on his Facebook and <laughs> Xbox and tell him how much hate that you have for that particular film. Yeah, you can yeah. hit me up at and that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, give us a like on Facebook. Uh, follow us on Twitter on the shop area. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Suicide Fox with two X's. You can find Jeff at uh, 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 with two T's. Ralph, I do have a Twitter, not like no Twitter Effie. You could find me at Reese's for one R E E S E S the number four O N E. You could hit me up on that. Awesome. My Twitter handle is also the same handle I have as my gamer tag for Xbox. I'm constantly playing uh, Halo or uh, Star Wars Battlefront or whatever. I think I'm about to jump into Borderlands or something like that. Yeah, they yeah. Come in there, there you go. Shoot me up. Shoot you up with Run what? Run me over. Shoot hashtag me up, hash brown. Whatever. Hashtag kill the fox. It's or back in my day, the pound symbol. Pound there you symbol. Go. Pound. If like those old school phones. Exactly. They had buttons. Number physical buttons. It's the thing I put before I put a number. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> or to end whatever the call is. Yeah. There you go. Put in your credit card here and press pound to end. <laughs> that is true. No, yeah, same, same. 
So what's your gamer tag? Uh, it's the same as my uh, Twitter, Twitter handle. That's my Twitter handle oh, it, yeah. for both my Xbox and my PlayStation. Uh, R-E-E-S-E-S, the number four, O-N-E. You can find me on any of those if you can find me. Because normally if I'm on my Xbox or my PlayStation, I'm normally either watching YouTube videos on how to play pranks on Nate and all that good stuff or how to hide a body. Or I'm watching Netflix to try to find the next <laughs> go- holy grail of horror movie or comedy or whatever have you. Just something to watch. So, so you're using your game system to not play games? I don't have the time. I work like two fucking jobs and I do this and I watch movies and I do research. <laughs> yeah. You're like, hey, Ralph, come in and do a fucking podcast episode three days before we have to record it. God damn. God damn it. All right. Son I got Let's bitch. see. I work. I pretty much I work two jobs. I got to do this, 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 and then I have to find time to watch the movie, make the notes. Da, 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 da. Okay, I, I think I can do this. And I come in with something that looks like it came out out of the fucking thing on the table. Yeah. <laughs> so what the fuck is this, Ralph? It's what I compiled. No, I had Tucker and Dale notes. They're just in my truck. <laughs> and I was like, okay, it's too far for me to get them. It's like, oh, is this eight it's like, feet? It's like way. less than thirty feet yeah, away. I was like, oh, fuck it. You know, I sent that picture to Nate once because he's like, what? Ralph, I, I need to do this podcast. I, I I can't come in. Do this episode or fill in for me. All right. Well, I'm not going to have any fucking notes. I didn't watch this fucking movie. Just be your witty self. And I sent him a picture of the scene from the thing where everybody's standing around the operating table. And it's just like this pile of like ash and bone and muscle. Just like it would. It just looks like a pile of shit. Yeah. And I'm like, you guys will be like, hey, Ralph, what'd you bring in today? And I just show you all that. <laughs> a pile of ash. A pile of ash Look and at shit. All this melted human flesh shit, alien stuff. Exactly. <laughs> so, well, I guess then that that about does it then. Exactly. Uh, so when you're shooting your nail gun at your neighbors, just, uh, you know, imagine they're moving two by fours. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Tucker's bowling fingers. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jeff. This is Aaron. And this is Ralph. Uh-huh. Keep it scary. Take it
Thank you for listening to Deep in the Horror of Texas. 
Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. If you like what you hear, please leave a review on the iTunes or Stitcher radio app. And above all, remember to keep it scary.